What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The most thought-provoking hour of the day. Dropping jewels and nuggets for the next 60 minutes. For us, for us, by us. By us. You're listening to the Hold Your Point Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, peace to the planet. We hope we're finding you in good spirits right now, wherever we find that you at. This is the Hold Your Point podcast, and we are the Hold Your Point podcast crew. And you know, on our platform, we talk about black culture and experience through a, a Christian millennial lens. And you know, we got the usual suspects in the house, man. We got Levi Strauss, Michael Joseph, DJ DTH. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? What's going on, y'all? What's What's going on? Good sir? Man, how everybody feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? <laughs> no, man, I can't call it. Just good to see you guys, like, always, man, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, ready to get into it? Feel mm-hmm. blessed. I'm on it. Another, another, another week done. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to chop it up with y'all. Let's go. Yeah, Mark, let's run it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... As y'all know, man, another, you know, bless, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be here with y'all, man. So, but um, as y'all know, another segment, have you heard, um, in light with what we're going to be discussing today, which is uh, depression, man. I, I, I said, you know what? I ran across this, this, this article and, or actually I ran across this video. I thought it was pretty interesting, man. Um, you know, a lot of people, they turn into you know different drugs to to cope with some of the depression depression that they have right and uh have y'all heard the most addicting drug it's not cocaine it's not pcp or or weed it's not any of that stuff man and you know what you know what we got a little video for y'all man we're gonna have y'all check it out first and then we're gonna run into it What are you getting? Feeling that. Just like the fourth one today. <laughs> All across Southern Asia and the Pacific Islands, you'll see people chewing a big ball of something with red stains all over their teeth and spitting it on the ground. You just get a bit of a, a kick, a rush, a bit of sweat. It's called betel nut, or as the locals call it. Why? I've seen people chew it in Myanmar, Sri Lanka, and Indonesia, but not even close to the level that I'm seeing here in Papua New Guinea. It's everywhere, and it's extremely addicting. It's just become this, it's just spread throughout our country. The locals on this island have a unique way of consuming it, with a mustard stick and a powder made of seashells and lime. And it has spread in recent years like wildfire. Boy is so dang popular that more than half of locals here chew it daily, from children to the elderly. What feeling does boy give you? How does it make you feel? Uh, uh, when I chew boy, I feel comfortable and happy. Boy keeps us keeps, keeps us uh, active and you know happy all the time. Do you do it every day? 
yeah. How many times a day? How many different uh, um, seeds? Maybe five or... It gives... Wow. Woo! You know what? Wow. You know what's so crazy? Why? I didn't even... I didn't even realize they said that kids do that too. That's crazy. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> what's your, what's y'all thoughts on that, man? The most addicted drug in the world, Beetle. Man, listen, so like, what's I, crazy about it? What's crazy about it? They, they want to sacrifice their Colgate smile and hygiene for a quick rush. Yeah, man. These people looking like they got bloody mouths and bloody, bloody teeth all over the place. I don't know. It's like a question. Is it like a fruit or a nut? To like, yeah, like, yeah. Why are they so addicted to it? Like, what does it do to them? Like, what do they feel? Like, you feel good? They said it. That's all yeah. I heard. Like, they said it's good? similar to like a, a tobacco, the way it hits you, mm. but but you also get high on it, man. So, it, it, I mean, the fa- yeah. the the thing is for me, it's like, how do people drift so far away from like normalcy to like you know what I'm saying? You stuffing your mouth with things that staining your teeth, and you getting like addicted to some kind of beetle like it's just so far gone like i think i think that's the crazy thing man it's just a temporary escape it's a temporary escape to to feel some type of rush and they want that feeling and that and that's when it becomes a drug that's when it's labeled a drug when you have that continuous want to feel that rush you're willing to sacrifice everything i don't it's, it's a couple things because first I heard them call it boy, so they chewing on boy. I'm like, hold on now, I don't know where that term came mm-hmm. from. Like, I guess it's a local thing. But the other thing, I always wonder, like, how did they find out that this was gonna be something good to chew on? Like, <laughs> you just see something, the first thing you think about is, let me put this in my mouth. Yeah. Like, this is always, Who's the first person to think of this? Like, what made yeah. you look into your mind and be like, oh, I'm gonna go pick up this random thing and go put it in my yeah. mouth and start eating it? Well, like, well, people. Well, yeah. people in general are very inquisitive people, man, because you got to look at it like who's yeah, the first person to eat a mango, eat an apple, you know what I'm saying, eat an orange, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure many of people have suffered. <laughs> many of people probably suffered their death eating the wrong <laughs> yeah, thing you that you're not supposed to eat, man. But but I thought it was pretty interesting. Like these these people are actually because it actually says like they're actually developing uh mouth or oral cancers right because of that they're eating this thing right and then even one of the guys that's in the uh in the clip he even saying like it makes him sick to his stomach but yeah he's still willing to do it every day man so it just lets you know just like what fortunato said bro it's crazy when you have to go to a place to escape you know i'm saying going back to what we was talking about last week you know i'm saying escape that that level man of depression yeah, what, what I find even so, more crazy is the fact that it's not it's it's an organic fruit that's grown in the ground. Now it's providing jobs for people. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I'm saying? So like how much you gonna sell it for if, if the field ain't got it, it's supplying them you know, I'll run up a whole quarter for it, you know what I mean? What you want? <laughs> hmm. Man, I don't know. Some all right, man, there you have it. We got a you know another uh Crazy piece in the news with the beat nut rage and and people being so far gone. Shout out to Drake. Um, but you know we we gonna jump right back into uh, a little bit about what we was going into uh, last week, man. Was just you know depression, negative emotion, and um, kind of covering some different aspects there as we kind of continue this mini series. And uh, you know last week, you know for those keeping up, um, we 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 got into a. a, a you know some some good areas kind of like you know trying to define depression and talking about believers and their and their battles and dealings with that so you know we want to kind of delve a little bit deeper if we could uh with just a few minutes we got 
Um, but the first thing I wanted to ask y'all, man, right off the bat is as a continuation, like how do you identify when God is in your struggle versus when he's not a part of it? Oof. Oh, you hit with the, the gut punch already? We we, we just got started. <laughs> One time's over, y'all. <laughs> I mean, because hit like me I asked like one more time. Hit me with that question one more time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I asked like because it's like, you know, something like we all go through struggle, right? And sometimes it can be self-induced. Um, well, most of the time it's self-induced, but then you know, other times like and, and we gotta like, you know. <sighs> Like, okay, so just to ask the question in full without giving my own piece on it, like, how do you identify you. Uh, when, when God <laughs> is in your struggle versus when he's not in your struggle? Mm, man, that's, it, honestly, it, it kind of feels the same, like, it, until, like, he steps in for real, for real, you know? So that's why, I, like, I'm kind of stuttering a little bit because, like, there's plenty of stories, like, you know, I, I love hearing the stories of, of like, people that made it big entrepreneurs and whatever like it's not all pretty like how they make it look on instagram like a lot of guys says like even i was listening to uh, the steve harvey interview again he literally lost all his millions you know what i'm saying and and gained it back like but you know we talked about this before god is gonna have you struggle a little bit you know until he actually steps in for real for real so man that, that that's that's a tough question man honestly i'll probably say he will step in when you are going the right path. When you are going to place where he wants you to be, that's when he will step in for real, for real. He's going to let you struggle a little bit, but he's really going to step in when, when he sees, all right, he gets it. He's going the right place. Yeah. Um, so here's my take on it. The question is kind of tough to answer for me and being the person that I am because uh, I like to think of it like this, that, you know, God will never leave me nor forsake me, right? That's something I've I've held to for since probably for a while now as I've been following my walk, you know? But so it's hard for me to say that God is not in the struggle. Even as DJ was kind of mentioning, sometimes God is going to give you a little bit of struggle. He's going to give you a little bit of strife along your path. But in my head, it's like, that doesn't mean he's not there either. Like that in my head is... He's still there, even though you have that struggle. Now, to somebody who doesn't know Christ, the, to the unbeliever or someone who doesn't, uh, you know, follow him, as 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 we might say, you know, do they create problems for themselves? Is that what you're saying? Like, and then like God, well, that's not necessarily going to support them in that. You know, He's not going to like help them with their problem. You know, if they get themselves into a situation, they got themselves into a situation because they were doing a certain action. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I feel like if you call out the guy and if he if you ask him, he's gonna help you. You know, he's gonna he's gonna he's always gonna he's always gonna be there if you if you ask for his help. But you know, it is a really good question. Something that I'm thinking about, as you you kind of mentioned that Levi is that he'll never leave us nor forsake us, right? I'm thinking about the children of Israel when they were carried mm. away in captivity to Babylon. And I don't remember exactly how many years right now, but God literally like shut up his ears to their cries. I can't remember exactly the, the, the way that the Bible puts it, but like, so like kind of how you said, yeah, he's there because God is everywhere. You know what I mean? But like to, to, to Fortunato's point, like I would think of that as 
he was not part of the struggle in that sense. You know what I mean? Because of course he's there, but hmm. you know, he, he wasn't, he, his ears were shut up to them and it was a result of their disobedience that he was at a point where he allowed them to be carried away into captivity. So I'm just thinking, is it possible that you could be, and again, these are, this is chosen people, right? These are the people of Israel. Of course, they're humans like anyone, so they can mess up. So we're capable of those same things. So, I mean, I do think it can look a lot alike, though. I think you can be struggling and following Christ wholeheartedly. And you can also be someone, even still a Christian, but maybe if you've kind of fallen off, I think the struggle can look the same. And I think that's where people can kind of start to question and get a little, uh, maybe waver a bit, because it's like, they may feel, yo, I'm doing all the right things. Like, God, I'm, I'm seeking you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying to you. And I'm still struggling. I feel like I'm struggling like anybody else. So I think because they can look the same, that can be an issue. So, I mean, I, I, I what I would say, though, to answer the question, I know I'm going to wrap up here. I think that um, if you still feel the pull towards towards God to keep seeking him still, I think that's a sign that he's with you because if you no longer feel that you need to go to him for, for support, like, oh, I'm just going to figure this out on my, my own or something like that. Then I think that to me, I, I would say that's a sign you've, you know, he's not a part of what you're going through. So like, let me ask, what's, what's the struggle? What's the struggle exactly? Like, is it you trying to obtain something? Like you're trying to be the next best artist in something or you struggling in life, period. Anything, just anything in life that's causing you resistance when you're trying to move forward and you can't. Right. So, so regardless in, in, of whatever it is. In a sense to kind of how I feel, in my opinion is like, yo, I feel like God will give you the answers needed. If it's the will of him, he will give you the answers needed and he will help. He'll, he'll create paths, he'll open doors, He'll, he'll rearrange, move people around, whatever it needs to be done. If it's his will, then it's going to happen. But um, uh, it's a tough question. That's, it's, you know, it's, that, that's, where, that's where we sit down and you have to really have that connection with God. To be like, God, is, what direction do you want me to take? Do you want me to go north, south? You know what I mean? Do you want me to leave my job and go do this? Or do you want me to continue to stay here in this struggle of my, I'm just saying, whatever it may be. This relationship, you know, you, you got to really kind of get that one-on-one -on -one connection with him to get the answers. So, I mean, I feel it. And, and I think, like, even just kind of considering the question, like, like, we have to be at a point of, we have to be aware, right? Aware of what's going on in our lives first and foremost. And, you know, be keen on that. Because, like, when we're struggling, there's going to be, especially, like, if you know we have a relationship with God because it rains on the just and the unjust. So when struggle comes our way, like we gotta recognize the unique opportunities that come that present itself within that time period of struggling to let you know that God is still with you. Because like I was even thinking, well, just going back to David's illustration with the children of Israel, like you know, how they were in the wilderness for for so long, and you know, when when they didn't have God rain down manna from heaven, you know, that's that's more than a unique situation, obviously. But even like considering like Noah, like we I think a lot of times we think like with Noah, when from the story of Noah, when 
the dove went out and came back with the the reed or the the leaf or whatever we think instantaneously like all right there was land like 10 20 feet away and they was about to get started like we don't know how long it might have been from that point uh of that dove coming back for him to then find or you know drift to the place of whatever you know what i'm saying so i think like when we're going through it like god presents us like small little nuggets to say like i'm still with you like you know don't don't give up like even if it's just a phone call it might be something on your mind like it might be a song that come on like you know out this morning i was jamming worthy is the lamb like you know on blast when when the kids was going to school and it's just like you know it'd be just like certain little subtleties that that god will use as nuggets to kind of just remind you like you're not in this by yourself not if you don't have no inclination of anything and then you know I, I guess going back to David's point, the God, the creator's ears are closed and you're on your own. So, so, so what what if you what if you're going through something for a while and you don't know, like you know, just to answer your question, I, I hear what you're saying, but what if it's silence? Like you just continuously praying. How can you encourage some be encouraged even though you don't have here no answers? But yeah, and I mean, I don't want to take it. I, I think sometimes we look for the big answer instead of like the yeah, little. Yeah, I was gonna say he kind of like, he he kind of he kind of answered that question with just saying like, you know, you got to look for those small. I guess you could say wins to get you through the day. Like I was even telling Justin, I was like, you know, you don't have to always just like uh, Fortunato was saying, uh, have a, you know, okay, hey, I got you know, what I'm saying uh. A on my test today, whatever. I'm just like, you know, it's it's the small wins that adds up to be the bigger one. Just like you saying, like, even like making up your bed in the morning. Like, I, you know, some people don't like to do that, but that could be a win for some people. Like, you know, what I'm saying, just making up your bed, getting up, praying. You know, what I'm saying, doing the things that you know you're supposed to do. Going to the gym. You know, hitting those goals that you set set aside for yourself. I know a lot of people just do the New Year thing, but Man, I had daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. You know what I'm saying? So it's just going after those small or or being in tune, just looking for those small things, right? That's going to get you over whatever it is that you're going through, right? Yeah, I think I think it's I being perceptive, being perceptive of what's happening around you, of those little things. Like, because there's an illustration of a, a short story I've heard, like there's a man stranded uh, in the, in the middle of the ocean and he's asking God to save him. And he sends like a, a little boat to come by and he's like, Hey, you need help? And he's like, no, nah, don't worry. God's going to save me. And then he ends up dying. And then, mm. you know, yeah. in this, in this fictional story, you know, he goes to heaven, he meets God and, and they say, uh, uh, God, how can God, you save me? And he's like, I mean, I sent you a boat, I sent you. And yeah. I think there's a little more to it. Right. But essentially the guy didn't, he didn't recognize the blessing God was sending him. Because he was looking for it in a different way, perhaps a bigger way. So, well, so in other words, many, many blessings in the sky. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta yeah. be alert and realize what that is. And the other thing too, James 4, verse 8, right? Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. So I think that's the thing too. You have to continually do that. And I think God it's not not I think. I know God won't leave you hanging if you do that, right? But like it says, if you could draw closer to him. He will draw closer to you. You will feel his presence. But obviously, you have to be consistent, and your heart has to be in the right place for that to occur. 
So despite the drought, so like, continue, continue on. Yeah, for sure, man. Because it's like, I was even thinking of it like, you know, let's say, God forbid, like, you know, you wake up one day and whatever reason, you look outside and your car got is gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just it. You still got a job to go to. Like, you still got responsibilities. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Now you're in this still season. Got two legs. But it, yeah. it, it, it could be something as simple as, like, someone calling you up that morning to say, hey, you know, I was headed your way. I didn't, I don't know if you wanted to ride today. You know, you get to work, you don't know what's going to happen, and then boom, something else. You know what I'm saying? So it just be yeah. like little things just to kind of keep you, like, honest. And, and, and we're going to keep it real, man. It's, you know, when you're going through it, it's not always easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me go outside of my car and I'll be there. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm going to be upset, right? You know, hey, you probably ain't going to be able to talk to me. I probably won't be able to be able on this podcast right now. But it's just realizing, like I said, all right, well, my car is not there, but thank God I got insurance. You know what I'm saying? Thank God it's insured or, or, you know what I'm saying? Thank God I have two feet. Thank God I got a bike in the garage. You know, worst come to worst. You know what I'm saying? Do it old school with the bike. So it's just being mindful that still blessed. So, like, practically, I wanted to ask y'all, how do y'all deal with bad days? Because we talk about all the hypotheticals, but like on some realness, like how do y'all practically deal with like bad days when it comes? Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna chop in here real quick. Um, definitely on the days that I'm not feeling my best, um, I try to go into things that I know I'm going to enjoy. Like if one, I think it's part of you have to know yourself a little bit. Like when you once you know who you are and you know the things that you know what's going to bring your mood up, you know what's going to bring, you know, your livelihood up a little bit, then you can kind of go into those things, obviously. Uh, just, you know, I can only talk for myself right now. You know, for me, it's I enjoy basketball, whether it's watching it, playing it, whatever about it, you know. So some, I may do something like that. I, I enjoy, let's call, call it what you may, I enjoy financial stuff, looking at all that stuff. Like, I... I I'll do it even if I didn't make money off of it. You know what I'm saying? So probably because I just enjoy the way the way it happens. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, but yeah. Um, but it's so yeah, when no, you're able to make money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But yeah, but no, I see a joy besides that. Is what I'm saying in that. So so like I do something like that, or even you know, reading my Bible, you know, something like that, talking okay. to a friend, um, just. Do, doing stuff that brings up your positive mood. I mean, you, if you're going through it, you know things are hitting you. You know darts are coming at you. You gotta, you gotta find a way to put up that shield of faith. I mean, that's that's really that's really the fact. Bro, I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie. Today was a struggle for me. It was, it was a struggle. I mean, um, but despite all my problems, you know, I was talking to my friend, and and she was going through a little situation, and. She just felt like she had to give up, but I, I was telling her, I was like, "Look, don't, don't, don't look at where you at right now. Look, look at what's coming, because even though you're going Speak through on. a situation right now, next yeah. weekend you ain't gonna feel this way next week. Nah. You know what I mean? And 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 they always say weeping during the night, but joy cometh in the morning. I so mm-hmm. the day when you when you come on, pastor, come on, pastor. Nah, man, but I'm just saying." You, you got to look at, you can't study where you are right now, you know, find, because what, what I, what I, what I like to do is I like to analyze a problem. It's not a problem. 
a lot of these times, these problems are things that are like lessons. They're lessons to teach you to grow. Because if you don't grow, you stagnant. You know what I'm saying? So you you to 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 be encouraged is very difficult. You know what I'm saying? You go outside, your car in there, you know, no matter what, hey, you know, listen, your neighbor your neighbor got a ride, you can give you a ride. You know, it's it's just the little things that yeah. you have to like you guys are saying to pile on to make the bigger better thing on the outcome but just to say it man look don't look at where your feet are planted right now look at where you're walking to walk in that yeah. direction you know what i mean yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna add real quick like i think also it's part of part of just recognizing trying to stay like as even keel as you are in life like i think somebody said the other day, you can't get too big on your wins you can't get too down on your losses like you gotta try to stay you got to try and stay as even keel as you want, you know. It's a I, try, process, I, try, bro. I try not to be the balanced guy too much on this pod, you know. I know I get the jokes on it already, but it's it's uh, it's, 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 just so it's, it's stuck. It's just happening. It's the way yeah. it is. But you you have to stay balanced. Like you just you can't you can't let it. You can't let even when it's going well, you can't let your emotions go way too yeah. off. That like yeah. that's it's the same it's the same thing when, when it's going when it's going bad. You can't go too down the valley. But you know what though, for me. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes when when I'm going through something a little bit, at first I lean into it a little bit. And I don't know, I don't know if that sounds like I'm trying to have a pity party. Like it's not like that, but it's like I allow myself to feel the sadness or whatever it is. Cause it's like I can't just shake it off if it's something that's affecting me. Like I have to recognize like you're not just gonna bounce back from something. So yeah, I'm not saying. I allow it to take over me, but like, if it's something happened in a day, it might take the rest of that day that I'm gonna be thinking about it, and you know, it's gonna affect me. Honestly, I think yeah. what I'll probably do as time goes on, I'll look to all the things I've experienced in the past and say, you know, that happened, that was really tough, but I got through that. I'm gonna get through this too. Yeah, um, exactly, bro. Right. We, we that, was that first yeah. time, and I, I, I don't just try to shake it off right away. But, you know, looking forward, I'll, I'll do stress reliever things. Like Levi said, basketball is probably the best stress reliever for me, um, doing something you enjoy. But at first, yeah. I allow myself to feel it. Yeah, I definitely 100% Levi hit it on the head in regards to you have to know your plan of attack for every kind of situation you're going to run into, right? So. Like I personally, you know, a lot, you know, everybody's different, you know, uh, some people like just go ahead and, and tackle some cookies. I don't, I don't know who will do that, but, but, you know, uh, go eat sugar, sugary foods or, Chocolate chip. But, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, you know, me music for sure. Or I go to the gym, you know, sometimes I have a rough day. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the gym real quick. And then, you know what I'm saying, just attack the weights and, you know, it, it just helps with getting getting that stress up off you, you know what I'm saying? So I would always say, man, always have a plan of attack for those days that, you know, <laughs> I was listening to that song today, you know, can you stand the rain? Like, always have <laughs> escape plan for, for those rainy days, man. So, and yeah. And my thing, too, is like, for me, you know what I'm saying, everybody got physical activities, but you know, I'm I'm a I'm a real artist like at, at heart. Even if I don't do music, like you know, so like for me, music is like my ultimate therapy, man. Like 
I'll find me a corner by myself, put some music on, put a towel over my head. Just don't just leave me alone for about an hour. Towel? Oh, and, and, you know what I'm saying? I gotta get into I gotta feel the music. And you know, sometimes I might I might even have conversations with God. It's just like, you know, God, I don't know what to say right now. Like I, you know, and it's just like it's it's kind of like empty, but it's just like, you know what I'm like, I don't, I can't really describe it, but it's just like you know, so that, and then it's a, a thing I heard from a pastor who said, like, well, for me, I'm about to be 34 years old by the grace of God. So I looked it up real quick. Mm-hmm. And 34 years <laughs> is about, 34 years is 12,418 days, right? So out of 12,000, so I'm 12,418 days in O when it comes to bad days. Because, like, you know, there hasn't been one bad day that has taken me out by the grace of God yet. Yeah. where you know i'm still alive and still breathing so i think that's also important for us to kind of remember too like you know there's nothing that that well the word says god will never leave you nor forsake you but like when we really start looking back and we're like man that was a real tight situation i didn't know how i was going to get out of it and you know now it's history it just kind of like encourages you you know what i'm saying just to give you a little something extra to like okay i got through things before he ain't left me so now you know i should be straight i'm gonna need some time but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just want to kind of expand on what what DTA saying. You too, because you're like, yo, it's accept it. You you having a bad day? Acknowledge it. Because what happens is, if you don't, if you don't, more things will come along and pile on top of that, and it will get worse. You know what I mean? So if you have some type of outlet, use it. You know, if you want to put a rag or a towel on your head, then go ahead. But at the end of the day. Play sports, say right. do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, acknowledge, acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta like, you ain't gotta play the victim. I'm not saying play the victim by no means, but accept the fact that you're having a bad day. Use that bad day as something to continue and encourage you to be like, look, how am I gonna get out of this? Like y'all said, plan of attack. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, real so, quick, let me add this. I would say I think it's even more important to do that if your issues are self-inflicted because it's not always something bad happened to you. Someone else did it to you. Sometimes you make a bad decision and you have to make consequences. Mm, You you create problems again. Yeah. And I think you have to, you need to feel that pain. So you learn, don't do that again, or I should have done that other thing. So definitely when it's your own fault, learn, feel that pain so that Mm -hmm. you can learn. Let it burn. Yeah. So do y'all think like depression is more common now than it was maybe like even 10, 15 100%. years ago? Yes. Yeah. Well, actually. What, yeah. It, it, it's more talked about. It's more It's actually, more publicized. Actually, I changed my mind. It is more prevalent, I think. I think it is. It's more prevalent, it's yes. more prevalent because of the, the resources we have by the technology by comparison of others. News travel there was no travel. social media back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. was in a situation where, you know, I don't want to say people were equal, but it wasn't, there wasn't, uh, what's the word, peer pressure, you know? And that's not just peer pressure in school. That's peer pressure from adults, peer pressure from social. The minute you open your, um, your phone and you look at social media and you're looking at what somebody else has, that can trigger sort of some type of depression. I mean, go ahead. I, I that's, guess I'll wait. that's that's why I would say for me, 
I think, like you said, these are depression inducing factors, which were not prevalent in the past. So because of that, you didn't know about what other people's lives, what was going on in their lives because you didn't have Instagram telling you. So you weren't you weren't feeling bad about the things you had. Today, people do look at what other people have and they feel bad sure. because they think they're yeah. missing out. And I just think, generally speaking, <clears throat> and I, there's no way to prove this, right? But I just think people were built cut from a different cloth. I think in general, and again, it's not, I'm not putting it all on people themselves. They're, like I said, the rise of social media and technology have contributed to elevated depression levels. But I just think people back in the day were built to, to endure things and were just stronger in general. I think they had more hardships. Technology wasn't available for them when it comes to gathering food and you know making a living, whatever. Things are so easy now for people. And you know, they just they don't realize what they have. So yeah. yeah. No, so let me get in here real quick. When you first asked the question, honestly, I I wanted to say, I wanted to say that there was more back then. Um, Simply only the fact that I I, I was thinking along the lines that like more people, I feel like more people nowadays might say they have depression, right? But then it's really not depression. It's just they got something sad happened to them and they experienced something for a few few days or whatever, blah, blah, they got over it. And then they said they went through depression. Um, you know, I feel like it is more misdiagnosed maybe nowadays, but but as y'all were talking, I do agree about the social media point, definitely that social media has affected the, 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 uh, the way people perceive themselves, the way people perceive society, the way people perceive how life is supposed to go. So I do feel like that has contributed to how people are depressed. But then even before that, like, the Bible talks about like the world is just going to get worse. It's just going to men are going to wax worse day and day as the as the coming of the Lord comes closer. So like people are going to experience more hardships. They're all going to experience more things. And to that effect, there are going to be people who are going to be in more depression by my calculations. But I mean, why do y'all think social media is a contribution to that? Because for me, like I enjoy going on like somebody's Instagram, like DJ Khaled stories or Rick Ross and seeing oh, glimpses of the Khaled. highlight. You know I what I'm do. saying? Because that that, yeah, that motivates do. me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to yeah. go get me some new money. Like it, it so doesn't make we, me feel we, like, oh man, they got it and I don't. It I, depends I, on your oh my, my bad. I was gonna say it depends on your mindset because social social media can be whatever you make it out to be, man. Cause mm-hmm. you, you you know just like how you saying, probably DJ Khaled is the only, I guess you can say, hip hop guy that I follow, and there's a reason why. Is because he puts out a lot of love and positivity out there. Like he, you should see him with his kids, his his wife. Like it's beautiful. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's it's whatever you make it out to be. And and I I personally think depression is probably higher with kids, but adults is probably the same because. You know, remember back then when it was uh, don't ask, don't tell, you know what I'm saying? That was heavy in the military. That was the same thing with depression, right? It was like, hey, you know, I might have touched That's on this last point. week. Hey, you know, we, we don't talk about no pressure. What you talk about? You fine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you good, man. You What you talk about? You grown. You're a grown man. You ain't depressed. You're a grown woman. You ain't depressed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I, I think it's more so with kids because kids are a little bit 
more immature, right? They're still trying to go, trying to, you know, find, find out themselves. who they are, find themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they, you know, they, I, I might have seen this on a Comparing Netflix, themselves right? to NBA young boy. Mm -hmm. Comparing <laughs> themselves. I, I remember I seen this on a, a documentary on Netflix. It was this girl, she posted a selfie of her, whatever. She felt good about it, whatever. And then somebody commented, like, your nose is crooked or something, something that. like that. I you saw, seen I was it? Gonna, I was going to mention that same thing. I saw that same special, yeah. And just like that, I don't I don't know what what, what ended up happen, happening. You could probably elaborate on that, D. But but just like that, she she instantly felt insecure. She instantly, instantly didn't feel good about herself because she posted this photo on social media. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of that 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 documentary, but I saw it on Netflix too. I think that was like a dramatization. It wasn't like a real person, but like these things. Yeah, happen, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, And uh, that same special talked about. This, I don't remember the, the the numbers per se, but they showed a chart of like the rise of social media usage and rising commensurate rising levels of like teenage girls' depression. Like the same curve upwards is happening at the same time social media is rising. So mm. the tool itself can be used for a lot of good things, like y'all kind of mentioned. But I think, and that's why I kind of say people are built differently now, because you you look at social media and you look at it positively as a motivator. But other many people will look at it and will internalize these things that are negative about themselves and it'll make them depressed. So, but I mean, that kind of, that has to do with what they're made of to a degree. And, and even without that, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard seeing all these shiny things and you don't have it. Like, I'm not just trying to make it seem like it's only the person's fault internally that they feel that way. Just seeing it is going to have an effect on you. No. Yeah. With, with social media, I'm, I'm getting here real quick. Part of the, part of the problem here is that most people, they associate the social media with, you know, some type of real life stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? And the thing about social media is people aren't going to post their negative life on there. People, it's a, it's a facade. It's, it's mostly like what people want. It's, a, it's what they want. It's you a highlight reel. Exactly. Right. They're going to, it's the same thing like you were saying with DJ Khaled. He's posting all this great stuff on his jet ski, you know, been a part of the words, him with his family, him with his wife. He's not going to post you the moments when his wife is crying and she needs help and blah, blah, blah. Or when, something else is happening in his life or when he lost a bunch of money, something or somebody broke uh -huh. to his house or something. He's not going to post that. Like same thing, same thing in regular life. So when these, so when these things really happen to you, you're like, wait a minute, this isn't how life is supposed to go. This, 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 it's not, this is not social media. Everything's supposed to be perfect and nice and pretty and blah, blah, blah. Like that's not life. Like life is really going to give you things sometimes and it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be nice. And when you compare your life to social media too much, you think life is you think you think that's what life is. And to yeah, DJ's point, to DJ's point, it is like a a younger generation thing. Like it is very impressionable on the younger generation. Like so I just wanna, listen, I just wanna say to all those girls out there that's liking this one particular picture or following this girl, she did not wake up like that. All right. Hmm. It's either A a filter or that's her tenth picture she took. Trying to say, oh, this was my first picture. Trying to catch the oh, angle. Oh, the angle. Try to catch the angle, the light. You know what I mean? Just whatever it may be, as you guys say. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you go on social media, you don't want to be reminded of your own life at that time. Most people, most people don't want to be reminded of what's going on. They're they're going on social media, especially Instagram, to get exactly. It's like a drug. You're addicted to it. So you're looking for some type of something to help you not 
think of what's going on in your life. So therefore, nothing has to, everything that's going to be posted has to be nothing but glamorous stuff, shiny stuff, girl with nice makeup, nice clothes, whatever it may be. It's an act. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, even going with that, like I think of it more so like the NBA draft, right? Because when it, draft night comes up, everybody got their highlight pieces that come on. And it's like everybody look like they about to come to the league and go crazy. Right. But then it's like when you know when the season kick off, it's like most of these guys disappear. It might be one, a couple of them. It might be number twenty five of the draft who actually ends up shining. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of like social media, man. It's like a overall highlight reel and not the full picture. But I wanted to ask y'all too, um, because we kind of time is escaping us. Is there a difference between heartbreak and depression? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, One, know, one's a lesson, I, I, the other one's a lesson. You put it like that. One's a lesson, the other's not. I mean, depending on how fine she is, so, somebody think it's the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have some 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 breaks, some heartbreaks that made me feel like that was it, love. Wow. You know, put on some, put on Listen, some black like, street. It, Oh, uh, you know, like all this. the RB. Hey, all of them. That Carl Thomas. I wish I never met oh, him. Oh man, wow. come on. <laughs> Listen, man. If it if 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 it was meant to be, then they would still be there. I put it like that. Yeah. I don't know. To answer the question, man. I mean, you. I think you could be depressed about something else, but if you have a heartbreak, man. You're gonna be depressed. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing. You're gonna be depressed if you have a heartbreak. I don't. I mean, that. it's positive. I mean, uh, honestly, heartbreak. From what I heard, they said it's similar to like somebody literally like passing away. It kind of has that same mm-hmm. kind of emotion same feeling in your brain. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's similar. Um. But I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think anything beats like a real depression that you have because you're eventually gonna get over that. That heartbreak will, you know, most 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 people will eventually get over, right? I, I guess, right? But um, but depression, it, it, it's like like we talked about last week. It's more kind of like clinically based, which you can you can get over anything though. That's that's the thing about it. You can literally get over anything if you're willing to right and willing to give time right time is the healer of all things true yeah man hey man i wanted to ask y'all one question man i don't know how much time we got and this is a big question um you know i don't know if we can just touch it a little bit we might have to come back to it but do y'all think kanye west might have high functioning depression i think it's possible i mean a lot of people probably do honestly bro are we talking about Kanye? Okay. I'm not sure I would characterize it as depression. He definitely has some kind of mental something going on. That's pretty clear, I think, for anybody to see. Something's going on, obviously, mentally. That's different with Kanye. But I'm not sure if depression is the word because, well, we lost Kim Kardashian. I don't know, huh? Yeah. I think he just trying to find his way again, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he lost his way, and he's just trying to find it somehow. Yeah. He ain't been the same since eight weeks of heartbreak when his mother passed. Honestly, <laughs> for me, I just noticed it's a very different 
Kanye after that. So yeah, is it Yeah, I think yeah, it's. I mean, I kind of, I kind of understand what Levi's saying though. I mean, I don't know if he's depressed. He just, just got stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, because even like if we, I don't know if y'all seen the documentary, but like it kind of illustrates like you know from that time point, like it don't seem like he gave himself gave himself time to deal with it properly. Like he just kept working. And it's like, if you see him today, like, you know, they had a picture where he was just on the side of the road and all black with a face mask on, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just not, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people look at it and be like, oh, he's just a genius. He's a billionaire. We love the Yeezys. And, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's just, if you look at it deeper, like, yeah, like it don't, you know. I mean, once you get it and you enjoy it for a few weeks, none of that means anything after that. Hey, so, well, this has been another powerful hour, man, of the Hold Your Point podcast. You know, I, I think we might have a little bit more that we need to delve on with this. So, you know, we might have to continue just a little bit because I still got some bangers I ain't get to ask the fellas. But, uh, you know, we appreciate everybody tuning in for us, man. We are the Hold Your Point podcast crew. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. And until next time, man, we out of here. Tell a friend and tell a friend.